I'm Srini Rao, and this is the Unmistakable Creative Podcast, where you get a window into the stories and insights of the most innovative and creative minds who've started movements, built thriving businesses, written best-selling books, and created insanely interesting art. For more, check out our 500-episode archive at unmistakablecreative.com. Hey, everybody, this is Srini, the host and founder of The Unmistakable Creative, which you obviously know if you listen to the podcast because you've heard my voice all year long. Uh, And I am here uh, for one of our special in-between episodes with my business partner, Brian Cohn. What's going on, Brian? Hey, how's it going? Good. It's uh, you know, it's it's nice that we get to do these chats with the audience with you here every once in a while because you you get to dish a lot of knowledge and insight like once every six months or so. So you have plenty of stuff that's added up. I'm guessing over all that period. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think we're due for our full interview that'll come out probably yeah. sometime in the near future. Yes, definitely. Well, first, um, we want to wish everybody a happy New Year because it's uh, January first. So hopefully, you're not totally hungover while you're listening to this. Um, and, uh, really appreciate it. Though your voice is pretty soothing, so. Oh, well, I I don't know. I don't know how, how soothing my voice is for someone's hangover. If somebody's head was pounding, if my head was pounding, I don't think I'd want to hear the sound of my own voice, but that's just me. Well, happy new year. Yeah. So happy new year to everybody. So, um, as you might've guessed from the title of this episode, we want to talk to you a little bit about, um, why 95% of of personal development efforts fail. So I'm going to let you kick it off, Brian, and, and then I'll start chiming in accordingly. Oh, okay. Well, you guys have probably been seeing lately some emails come out around that same topic about you know what it takes to truly succeed, why it's actually 96% of personal development efforts fail. And you've heard likely about the environments. You know, we've talked about that pretty regularly on the newsletter and Serenity's Medium posts. And um, really, the thing that we're passionate about sharing right now is this 90-day challenge. And the reason that we're so excited about it is because it's the new year, and we know a lot of people, especially you know, in the podcasting industry, are really excited about setting some new goals. And the sad truth is, I think it's almost cliche right now to, to poke fun and poke holes at the New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. However, um, we have something that we're really confident about that can help people, um, and it's something that we've done ourselves that we wanted to share with the audience. So um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the 90-day challenge with the ultimate game of life. Uh, it's also known as the happy, healthy, wealthy game that some of you may have seen before. And that's what we want to talk about today is, is really why uh, 96% of personal development efforts fail and um, what we've done about it and kind of some of the things that we've observed. Yeah, you know, I, I think the, the most interesting thing is when I heard that statistic the first time, it, it made me think through the sort of three groups of people that consume any type of information, right? It's You, know, you, can, you can basically find those groups of people who read books, the same groups of people go to personal development seminars, the same groups of people, um, you know, attempt to make changes in diet. So you've got like this first group of people who for some reason, they're just able to change and they would get the change regardless of the personal development effort, because that's just who they are. They have a strong bias towards action. When they set their mind to something, they are going to do it. And it happens no matter what. Um, Mm -hmm. And if you're one of those people, that's awesome. Um, We still think that the information in this can benefit you because Brian is one of those people. And I still think that what we've learned from the ultimate game of life and the happy, healthy, wealthy challenge has benefited both of us tremendously. Um, So you get the second group of people who doing something like this could become the catalyst for their change. And then you get this third group of people who's stuck in this sort of endless cycle of inspirational Kool-Aid and they're doing this sort of up, down, up, down, up, down um, thing where nothing actually changes and they make tons of efforts. And, you know, what really it comes down to and why that actually happens 
um, is really nothing more than environments, more than anything else. You know, a lot of people try to use willpower to change, but your environment is always going to be stronger than your willpower. And so that's why we've been harping so much on this idea of environments. That's why we revisited the Jim Bunch episode of the nine envi- about the nine environments that make up your life. And we've been talking a lot about it on the newsletter because in our own lives, we've seen you know, what happens when you start to make environmental upgrades. And you know, we think the, one of the most powerful environmental upgrades I think both of us have made is to go through the 90 day challenge so much so that we're having our new hires go through it and we're going through it ourselves again. Yeah, exactly. And what you're hitting on is a fairly hot topic for me. It's one of the things that gets me um, kind of passionate and kind of rantish. So I'm going to try not to do it too much. Um, but I'm really, I have this love-hate relationship with the personal development industry. And I think you do too, Serene, which is why uh, the podcast is kind of a different type of, of information. Mm-hmm. And the reason with I have a problem with a lot of personal development is they often create further levels of dependency. So what that means is you can go to an event, get really excited, and then next thing you know, you go home, and a week later, the excitement's gone and nothing has changed. Except now, oftentimes, people have a higher level of awareness about how they should be. However, now they're not doing it. So what happens is you can read a book, you can listen to a podcast sometimes, or go to an event or go through a program, and now we feel worse about ourselves because we're procrastinating, and and now we know how we're procrastinating. Mm -hmm. So you've, you've kind of been through that yourself, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's something that I've experienced a number of times with a number of different personal development efforts. And that's why, you know, I think for me, the 90 Day Challenge was such a, uh, a game changer because I, I, I've seen the tangible changes that it actually leads to uh, when you go through this and when you take it seriously and you do everything. So uh, let, let's talk a little bit about our experiences with um, the 90 Day Challenge and, and then we can tell people a little bit more about how they can learn more about it. Yeah, and real quick, I'll kind of finish off um, kind of the answer. You, you've been alluding to it is his environments, and also you know getting off this this willpower kick. And a lot of us we feel terrible about ourselves because um, something I used to do is think that I needed to be totally hooked up on willpower in order to be successful. And what you'll find is that top performing athletes, musicians, and you know anyone at the top of their game, business people they're often not using willpower. They design environments around them. They've got a team that's holding them accountable, and they're, um, they're cruising. And it, it's not a matter of trying harder. It's about you know, building a, a, a environments that sustain you, that really pull you towards the goals. Um, so what happens is, um, as we've talked about before, people, they don't know how to sustain the, the motivation, and that's what the Happy Healthy Wealthy Keep is all about. So we'll talk about some of the yeah let's talk about some of the um, experiences that we've had and some of the changes that have that have happened. So what have you experienced? Well, you know, I think for me the biggest thing that came from it was uh, and this story I've told a handful of times. We've I've even mentioned it in the Jim Bunch episode, but um, I I really thought about sort of how do you make your environment more hygienic, more inspiring. So you know, one of the things that I did, and, and anybody who's read Unmistakable knows this. One of the first things I did was we had framed prints of all our Unmistakable guests, the people who had the ones who I found the most inspiring, like people who I considered my role models and looked up to, and thought you know these are the people that I want to be on par with. Um, they're you know I, I put them up on my wall. So I have this basically wall of fame and, you know, one of them is the psychology of visionaries. Another one is, you know, what to do, what's your turn. Another is of Tim Ferriss about making the impossible possible. So you have these messages that are pretty much staring you in the face the entire day. 
Um, and, you know, Robert Cialdini even talked about this as cheesy as it might appear to do these. It turns out that these things actually lead to changes in performance because mm-hmm. subconsciously you have these triggers. That was, a, a, you know, one of the very first things I was like, I want this environment to be creative. I want it to be inspiring. But probably my favorite one was really kind of sort of uncluttering your life and removing anything that, you know, you didn't feel adds value. And where I started, believe it or not, was with my bookshelf where I thought, you know, I, OK, there's a lot of books here that one, I'm never going to read two I don't like. And three, I've regretted reading because I hated them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, why do I own these books? I'm not going to do anything with them. So I actually got rid of them. Like, I took them all off my shelf, put them in a box, and the overwhelming majority of books that were left were books by Penguin. Um, and you know, for those of you who don't know, when we started the 90 Day Challenge, when Ryan, um, you know, as Unmistakable Creative as a company, and me personally, we were at one of the big lowest points we've ever been at in the entire time that we've done this, especially for me personally, just because things were so bad. Um, and shortly after we started the 90 day challenge, um, I think probably what, two weeks into the 90, maybe not even two weeks, maybe about a month into the 90 challenge. Um, you know, the, the first thing that happened was I, I found out that an acquisitions editor at Penguin contacted me about writing a book. And then by the end of the 90 day challenge, I actually had a book deal with a publisher. Um, so that was one of the, for me, that was one of the biggest things that came from it. But, you know, I, I think the, I, I think some of your examples in my mind are probably even more relatable because they're stuff that, you know, are everybody's thinking about on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I mean, I was actually, look, I have a piece of paper in front of me of some of the things that changed because I did a year in review a couple of years ago when I first went through the challenge and I've done this a couple of times in, I guess, you know, first of all, you some really big emotional changes took place as I upgraded my environment and started, you know, one of the other purposes of the game, a reason it's called the happy, healthy, wealthy game is as you take the challenge, you're supposed to become happier, healthier, and wealthier at the same time. Mm-hmm. And that contradicts most of how we're socially programmed. Meaning we think if we're going to become healthier, we have to sacrifice, excuse me, wealthier, we'd have to sacrifice our happiness and our health to do it, or, you know, switch any one of those around. Um, but you actually can be happier, healthier, and wealthier at the same time. So I started going through this challenge, and um, a couple of things that I noticed as I started to change my environments and start to take daily actions and towards happiness, health, and wealth is some weird habits that I tried to get rid of for years started going away. Mm-hmm. Like I had this weird habit of picking my fingernails, and I tried so many different times through willpower to get rid of that. And now I'm also clenching my jaw. So I had headaches every day, um, like being a very motivated person trying to succeed through will, willpower was like creating so much chaos um, internally that I think I was taking it out on my uh, my body a little bit. And those things went away naturally. I didn't actually even consciously stop try, or just, I didn't consciously try to change those things. Uh, so I think that kind of speaks to the power of changing your environments and also just getting some you know really good support as you get through the accountability partner and everything in the challenge. Um, but a couple of other things, I mean, more tangible, probably things I care about, uh, people care about is one of my goals was to double my income. Mm-hmm. And I had a really hard time, I guess, feeling, um, I don't you might call it worthy or whatever, but I was having a hard time just taking a step and doubling my income. I was working at a really cool company. I was uh, working for Sony PlayStation, and that was a really hard thing to let go of. Um, so that was one of the things I had to get through with the challenge. Um, was letting go of some limiting beliefs around leaving, you know, this kind of cool company to possibly do something else that made more money. Um, but by the end of the 90-day challenge, I doubled my income and started hitting a six-figure level for the first time. And for a lot of people, that six-figure barrier is just like massive in their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in reality, if you go through a 90-day challenge and you take actions every single day to double your income and also get coached by the coaches in the 90-day challenge, 
Um, I can't guarantee that that would happen for anybody. The good thing that happened for me is it ha- it worked because I think I had a lot of skills and a great network already. Mm-hmm. But by focusing on a goal for 90 days, um, you have a really awesome chance of getting it and then upgrading your environments. So you're naturally pulled into that bigger version of yourself versus, again, trying to use willpower, which leads to burnout and then the you know, perpetual cycle, kind of like yo-yo dieting. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that happened was I always felt um, – like my insides didn't match my outsides as far as my body. Um, I went through kind of this health kick and I ended up, you know, hitting the gym and interesting, you know, how much, how different I look now, but I gained, um, it wasn't in 90 days, but it kickstarted my transformation. Um, I gained, uh, naturally, um, about 25 pounds of muscle, uh, probably about five pounds of fat. (laughs) Um, I was just super happy with, with that, but, but a lot, a lot has happened. I'm just, I'm even looking through some of this, List just getting more clarity, uh, getting to know yourself more. I mean, there's just, you know, focusing on happiness, health, and wealth every day is, is huge. And um, I think once you start tracking it, which the game has you do, you track the steps that you take, you start realizing why you haven't made it so far. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole tracking thing, I mean, I wrote a piece on Medium titled Why Measurement Improves Performance. And, you know, even Dan Kennedy said this in one of his seminars. He said, you know, across any endeavor, athletic, any, you know, whatever it is, they'll tell you. Um, absent any other changes, just measurement alone will improve performance, um, which is yeah. mind blowing. But you know, I think part of the reason for that is that there's a whole other level of awareness of, of you know measurement. Like you're you're starting to pay attention to these things, so naturally you, you when you're tracking something like that on a daily basis, you're able to say, okay, well, I'm, whether I'm making progress or not, you know, I mean, it's that's why when you're writing a book, it's so easy to start getting momentum. I think that's one of the really interesting things that happens too is as you go through this experience, you start to gain momentum. And that momentum starts to translate into other areas of your life. I mean, you know, from where we started to where we are now, I mean, the turnaround has been pretty drastic. And I I can confidently say, like, having done a ton of personal development, having, you know, done more than 700 interviews, I can easily say that the the 90-day challenge um, that The Ultimate Game of Life puts on is easily one of the best personal development investments I've ever made. Yeah. Um, it was well, strong. and I myself, I put about $30,000, not even including college or anything like that, I put about $30,000 in personal development, hoping to get rid of the tension I felt inside and hoping mm-hmm. to change my bank account. And the 90-day challenge was the only thing that actually got me there. Mm-hmm. All the other companies promised, you know, they make promises, they give you um, testimonials, mm-hmm. and at enough scale, testimonials don't really matter because enough people will be successful that you can just make up success. Right. But this is the first company that actually walked you through a 90-day process that has proven to work um, that, that doesn't leave you hanging. Yeah, it, it's, it, you know, I, I can't say enough good things about it. I mean, it was one of the, like we said, it's one of the best things that I think both of us have done. Um, you know, some of our, our, our other listeners have actually gone through it and will attest to it as well. They found it to be one of the most invaluable things they've done. And, and that's why this year we wanted to, um, you know, share a bit more about it than we did last year last year we kind of just mentioned it very subtly and uh we thought you know this is this is something that we find really valuable and um we think that everybody listening will as well um and so they they have a uh, free webinar at uh unmistakablecreative.com slash tug it'll redirect you to their page that's unmistakablecreative.com slash tug uh you can go there you can sign up for the free webinar and uh, I think, you know, uh, having heard the interview with Jim Bunch, you can imagine the amount of value that he packed into an interview. Just imagine that on steroids, I think, is really the way to describe <laughs> the, the 90 day challenge. Yeah. And, you know, the reason it's so important this time of year is yeah, I think a lot of people are buying stuff right now to help themselves actually become a different version of themselves throughout the year. 
And I think taking yourself through a really natural process that that really works. Um, if you're looking to make a change, this is a really cool opportunity. And uh, yeah, we'd love for you to, to join us. Yeah. And uh, as always, for everybody listening, we'll wrap the show with that. <laughs>